Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Aloha and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Swanson, and I'm so glad you're taking the time to hang out with me here today. On this podcast, I do my best to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this often crazy world. And as I've said so many times, there's a whole lot of topics that I look forward to bringing to you. So many people I want to interview. And one thing that I've had on my mind is I really want to bring you as much support and encouragement as I can and not in just big name people. So yes, sometimes I'll be bringing someone on who's you already are familiar with. They've written books. They're super famous, but I also have some people on my list that you probably would never hear of. They don't have a blog. They don't, they, maybe they don't write books, but they're really smart or they've raised some amazing sons and I want to learn from these people and I think you would too. So I've got some people I'm reaching out to that I think will be such a blessing to you. Some people that I just want you to get to know who can share their wisdom, their experience and their expertise. And today is a good example of that. I'm sharing with you my new friend, Jean Harville, who I just met recently at the end of last year, Jean reached out to me because she was planning a masterclass online, a summit where she has a whole bunch of experts that are all going to come on. She's calling it Unleash Your Kid's Genius. The idea of the masterclass is that it's so easy to focus on our kids' challenges or disabilities. If your child has any learning challenges, it's easy to get focused on that. And yes, we need to look at those things. We need to find help sometimes, strategies to work with those things. But also in the midst of all that, sometimes we are overlooking some of our kids' genius. And this masterclass is to help open our eyes to ways that our kids might have some serious genius, ways that our kids' brains might be working that we might even not know about. So she's bringing on people who are brain scientists, uh, psychologists, people who specialize in so many areas. And I think there's so much we can learn from all of them. It's a free masterclass, and I'm going to let Jean tell you a little more about it. But I was really uh, honored when Jean reached out to me because she had read my book, Boy Mom, and she thought it would be good to include me in her series so that I could talk about connecting with your son and uh, how important it is to build that connection so that then everything else flows so much easier, which I'm such a believer in. So I had a great conversation with her. We recorded it. All of the masterclass uh, teachings will be in video. So each day for a few weeks, starting on the 27th of January, Jean's masterclass will have another expert on video sharing with you. So I'm going to link to uh, 
how you can sign up for the masterclass in my show notes, which you can find at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to click on the link. Like I said, it's a free masterclass and you know, you'll get an email. If there's something you're not interested in, you can just skip it. But I think we could all learn a lot from things we might not even realize we're interested in. Okay, so I am excited to share Jean with you for a couple reasons. One is because this masterclass is great. I don't want you to miss it. If you are catching this podcast episode later, I'm hoping Jean will have uh, perhaps a recording of at least some of the interviews, something maybe she can send to people later. But I think Jean's going to be up to all kinds of things in the future. So I want you and I'll encourage you to follow her regardless of when you catch this episode. But there's another reason I love Jean and it ties into something else I'm working on right now. Some of you know over on my blog, I just launched a new series. I am encouraging moms who feel like in the midst of motherhood, in the midst of pouring so much of themselves into their kids that maybe they're losing themselves a little bit. Moms who have sacrificed, maybe given up careers. Moms who miss hanging out with friends like they used to, or maybe miss some of the passions and interests they used to pour their heart and soul into. And moms who I've heard from who are really feeling like their marriage has suffered, their spiritual life has suffered. Well, I'm here to encourage you because I relate to all of that. And that is a part of my story, a part of my background and so many moms I know. But now that I'm a little older, now that I'm coming out the other side a little bit, remember, I've still got a nine-year-old and a 15-year-old at home, but I do have two grown sons and along the way, I've learned so much. So I'm here to encourage you for one, to offer perspective when you're feeling this way, perspective in the midst of the craziness of raising kids and feeling sometimes like you're suffocating, but I'm also here to offer some practical solutions, some tips, some tools that you can use when you're in the midst of it so that you can keep that life giving, um, energy coming into you. The, the stuff that makes you really excited every day. I want to see you still doing it. I don't want to see you completely losing yourself. I don't encourage anyone to quit exercising or quit hanging out with friends. It's about being very intentional and very purposeful and having balance, which is, I know next to impossible when you've got little kids, but I'm here to bring you a series that I think might just encourage and inspire you. But along those lines, I'm looking at Jean. Jean had a career. She was a teacher for, I think she said 20 years. And then she adopted two kids from China, which also is just super cool. And it was once her kids were grown that she was like, okay, what's next? She'll share in our interview today. She's like, I didn't want to sit around at home. That's just not my style. So what can I do next? And she's like, well, I don't think I want to be in a classroom, but look, there's this internet. I'm going to learn how to take my gifts, my talents, my passions to the internet. And she is so good at what she does. She wants to encourage parents. She wants to take everything she learned through her years as a reading specialist, through her years working in um, with special needs kids and her years parenting. And then she wants to sh encourage other parents who are going through this with what she's learned. And it's not just what she's learned, what she's learned previously, but it's all these experts she is now meeting and bringing into what she does and then sharing them with everyone else. So I love her attitude. And for those of you listening that might be at home with kids that might feel like you're never going to get a chance to have a career, you might feel kind of bummed or trapped or stuck. Well, I just want you to look at Jean as an example of somebody who's going for it in that later season of life. She inspires me and I think she's going to inspire you too. So with all that said, I hope you enjoy this interview and I do hope you'll hop over to the show notes so that you can link up to her masterclass starting in just a couple of days. Please spread the word. Let everybody know about it. 
And, um, and I just really hope you enjoy this. I want to thank you again for your time being here. And without further ado, I'll let you listen in as Jean and I talk about kids and reading, kids and learning, and unleashing your kid's genius. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Well, aloha, Jean, and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. Thank you so much for asking me to be on your podcast. I, I feel very honored to be here. Oh, well, thank you. I was just thinking as I was getting ready to um, have this conversation, how grateful I am for the internet, for this, the day and age we live in. As much as I get frustrated, and I think we all sometimes, especially parenting-wise, we get frustrated with all the challenges and complications the internet brings us, but really... It was just thanks to a few different connections, one thing led to another that I met you recently. And as soon as we started talking, I felt like I really met a a kindred spirit and a good friend. So I just am thankful that we got to connect recently. Oh, that is so sweet. I have the same feeling too. And I always just give, leave it to God to just connect us to the right people. And he does. That's right. Well, Mm -hmm. I want my listeners to hear all about you. And so I hope you don't mind just sharing a little bit of your background, maybe tell us about your family and then bring us up to speed on what you're working on right now, which is how we got connected. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you very, very much. Well, you know, the years when you're in high school and you are, you're making your list, like, what do you want to be? And you're trying to figure things out. Well, Teacher was not on my list. I went on. <laughs> I went like to college. Homeschool mom for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to um, college as a music major, but within that first year, I called my mom. I said, "If you want me to enjoy music, I have to get out of this." So <laughs> I was yeah. looking around, and I'm like, "Well, the only thing that's here is a very small liberal arts uh, college." I was education. And I thought, oh, "I really don't." Okay, let me just check it out. So within yeah. the fir- the first day of class, the um, director of the education department walks in and says, we're deciding to put together a uh, learning disabilities uh, certification who's interested. My hand flew up. Mm. I did not even think about it. My hand (laughs) flew up. I looked at my hand. I said, I guess I do. (laughs) And and at the time, I didn't realize it. But after, you know, years later, reflecting on why I my hand went up so quickly, I brought back memories of my own learning in school. Mm. And the issues of, I could read beautifully, but do not ever ask me a question about what I just read. Because mm. I couldn't, you know, I'd have to reread, reread, and reread. Mm. And yes. when we had standardized tests, I would get so frustrated when people would get up and leave because they were finished. And I was oh, yeah. still rereading the passages. <laughs> and, yeah. and so when I look back on that, it's amazing how God just re- just threads our life um you know mm-hmm. like he had a plan for me to be a special ed teacher because you know with the troubles that I was having myself in reading and even to this day I have to have complete silence um mm-hmm. when I'm reading to mm-hmm. not be distracted so you know I moved into that arena and um I had got a master's degree along the way because I realized that my training in college really didn't prepare me to be a teacher mm-hmm. and that still is the case with with uh, training programs anyway um i ended up leaving the public school system uh then i moved into a, a private clinic and this private clinic was run by a, um, a doctor of neurology she was very very interested in learning disabilities mm-hmm. and 
she also, and this was about the time in early 1990s that the functional MRIs became available. Yes. She started taking, was able to use the functional MRIs and take a look at a dyslexic brain and non-dyslexic brains. It was so mm. fascinating. The structure, there's an actual difference in the brains. Mm. And part that is um, the, of the brain that's used for phonological awareness or word attack skills is very different. And there's mm. a reason that uh, people with dyslexia have trouble with uh, reading. It's, I mean, wow. it's, real, it's right there in the brain structure. Wow. So knowing the brain structure it was so fascinating for me. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, through different chain of, of, uh, of events, my husband was in medical school. He moved, wanted to go to another state. So we left that situation or left that job and, and we went into a private school, learned some more skills. And then God called me out of, out of teaching when we moved here to Little Rock, Arkansas. We ended up adopting two, our two kids from China. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, he, you know, God knew that this was the time for, mm-hmm. for this to happen for us. I was in my forties as a mom, 43 wow. and 45. <laughs> I, I'm, re- toddlers. I'm relating to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, little toddlers. So, um, it's just really fascinating how he has worked in my life. 20 years have passed. They are now in college. And I was asking myself this question like a year or so ago. Okay. My kids are growing up, flying away, you know, going to college. What am I going to do? I, mm-hmm. I'm not a stay at home cleaning type person. <laughs> so right. I, he said to me, you're a teacher. I said, I know, I know you gave me that gift. I am a teacher. What does that look like? Sure. And I said, you know, and he let, he leads me every single time. Mm-hmm. He led me. I w- went on the internet. I mean, he uses the internet for yes, his, he does. our connections, right? right? And he connected me with a, with a community of online tutors. Um, and then I said, okay, I've been there. I've done that. There's something more, something mm-hmm. more. He connected me with a coach, an online coach who works, who uh, teaches like how to use Facebook groups to, to develop communities. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just over time, it's finally clicked with me because I remember when my own kids were going through school and I was the homeroom mom or helping mm-hmm. out, you know, as opposed to being the teacher. Um, I had people, other moms, very concerned about their own kids learning come to me and ask, my child is struggling here and I can't get services for my child. Mm. What can I do? So I saw that. And so it's just has come together in the last year or so. I am to be helping moms, Mm. teaching moms how to teach their kids to read and also the, uh, the different behaviors, but the brain functions that they can fully understand what their kids were, the developmental uh, where they are developmentally with their brains, what to expect or not to expect from their child at this certain point in their life. And also because they will be able to, um, uh, these kids are going to struggle throughout school. Mm-hmm. And if the moms can understand the nuances yeah. of their child's learning, then they can partner up and have a better idea and a better picture of what's going on with their child. Oh, That's I what just I love that. I think that just knowledge is power, right? I mean, so mm-hmm. often we look at a child who's struggling and we just think, oh, they're, you know, they're struggling. But if we don't understand what it is, it's just like this big, 
cloud over you. But when you start to understand, like you said, the, the brain, what's going on there, why they're struggling, and you learn some tools, suddenly you're empowered to help them, right? And I just love your heart for helping parents with their kids. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because being on both sides of it, being a teacher and just yes. as a special ed teacher, I would be so my heart would just hurt because these parents are trying to get services for their kids and they can't because they don't meet the criteria. Sure. And, and it was just like, oh, my gosh, if I could just pull them into my classroom and help them. Yes. Um, you know, and I and, and also in parenting, we think, you know, our kids are being disobedient or. Mm -hmm. They can't clean up and organize their room, so we get on to them and we punish them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there is a reason why they can't do some of these things. They literally cannot do these things mm. yet because their brain is not developed to that point yet. Wow. I want to hear a little more about that. Exactly. Because, you know, the development, all the research on brain has really been about the, what, about third last 20, 30 years, mm. and or, or maybe even 20 years. And even even then, we're still in the infancy of trying to fully understand what's going on. Sure. Um, so in brain development, uh, the brain develops from the back to the front. I'm pointing to the back of my neck. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Forehead. <laughs> sure. use I'm your, doing the same. Use, use your visualization, because that is another brain-based way of helping kids to be able to um, understand what they're reading. Right. So, okay, so the back of the brain is where a social emotional uh, center is. And so for your younger kids, your preschool, your preschoolers and the beginning readers, you know, at that age, and I'm not sure exactly the daily, it's probably gonna different, be different for each child as they move through the, through the progression. But um, these young readers or young kids are all about stories. Mm -hmm. relating the emotions oh isn't that a cute little puppy dog or you know they are not processing this letter says this sound to put these together this makes this new word that's not till later on so when you can come to come at um, teaching them through stories of why maybe certain sounds are together sure, um, sure. and using that part so now as they progress maybe second or third grade like I said it's, it's not a hard, fast second or third grade, sure. but it's, you know, depending on the child, um, you know, you're, you're starting to develop more towards the front. In the front, your frontal lobe, hands on the forehead, okay, frontal lobe is going to be your executive functioning skills. And those are the skills that are necessary to be able to work through processes and um, things such as planning, okay? Yep, yep. We want to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You know, when I say that, you see two pieces of bread with some peanut butter and jelly in the middle. Right. Do you know, you know how many steps it takes to make that sandwich? So, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. First, you have to have the thought or the mm -hmm. feeling in your stomach. I'm hungry. The mm -hmm. thought, boy, a peanut butter jelly sandwich would taste good right about now. Okay. Where's the peanut butter? Where's the bread? You have to pull all those things out. You need a knife. You need to put that on there, and then you need to open, you know, open the jar. All these are all uh, uh, tasks that you have to open the jar, unscrew it, put the knife in the peanut butter, scoop it out, and you can just imagine all the steps it would take before you even get a chance to bite into that delicious sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And then there's that focus. You have to focus on what they're doing. Pay attention yeah. to what they're doing. Um, not get distracted. 
they have to remember where they are in the steps. Totally. If they get called away and they come back. That's why you see things halfway done. They have forgotten where <laughs> Totally. Oh, I was doing this over here. I totally forgot. I got distracted. Oh, this is um, so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, instructions, just uh, putting together a model airplane, reading instructions, um, taking instructions. Uh, Billy, could you take out the trash? And while you're out there, could you move the trash uh, can to the street? Yeah. Oh, and pick up the newspaper and bring that back in. Oh, right. Billy goes, okay, great. He comes back in with the newspaper. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Or, you know, he's only done one thing. <laughs> so, so tell me that this isn't fully developed in their teenage years, because I've got a few teenagers who are, have the same problem still. Is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> uh, yes, because it's not fully developed until they're in their 20s. 20s. And if they oh, have <laughs> attention deficit disorder, ADHD, learning differences, or any other type of differently wired in their brain, it could be well into their 30s. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> it's but crazy. so helpful to know, like we can give so much more grace when we understand that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, oh so, this, yeah. And, and this all ties into reading and our expectations with reading, especially if they have special needs in their reading. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Because it's a process. Readings are processes, you know, just kind of the way the reading in the schools has I don't know how it is in the homeschools and what your curriculum is like in your homeschool um, programs, but in the schools, um, reading about 30 years ago went from being phonics based to whole language. Yes. And are you familiar with the difference between those two? Sure. Uh, yes. Processes? Yeah. Whole language is guess what the word is. Look at the picture. What do you right. think that word should be? There's mm -hmm. no processing of that word. It's yeah. just like, well, this would make sense. Um, yeah, that looks like a picture of a monkey. And maybe this, maybe the sentence is about a chimpanzee. Mm. You know, so they're guessing, literally they're, looking at a yeah, picture and a word and guessing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Reading That's... is not guessing. <laughs> no, it's not. The, your beginning um, skills are going to be phonological awareness. Sure. And that is the blending. And this is yes. auditorily done. So it's the blending and segmenting of sounds. And yes. most of the programs and reading programs are including that phonological awareness piece. It okay. was not when I left the school system, you know, before I my um, started my family. That right. was just like a little like like only language clinicians, I think, knew about that, but not really okay. the general education. So what general education did, they picked up on, OK, we'll do phonemic awareness because that's that's the bit, the buzzword now. And we'll mm. throw a whole language in there. Okay. They totally skipped over all right. the rules of the words. Now, yes, our English language is crazy. It and is crazy. You have in, but you have to have rules laid down the foundation before yes. you can break those rules. Yes. Every that makes word, sense. Most words break the rules, but right. you have to have that foundation first, and then you can break that rule and, and see and compare where the differences are. And yeah. those are processes. Those are thinking processes. So this little, you know, uh, executive function part of my brain hasn't developed yet when oh. I am at, you know, kindergarten, first grade, even second grade. So good. Oh, my, my youngest, who's in fourth grade now, mm -hmm. uh, 
he's learning all different verb types and helping verbs and state of being verbs. And he was so frustrated the other day. And I just had to say the English language is a little crazy, but mm-hmm. bear with me. If you do learn the, if you memorize some of these foundational rules, yeah, then we'll figure out how to break them. So poor kids, yeah. it's it's a lot to learn, but okay. Well, along these lines of reading, okay. what I'm thinking is we could have a really great conversation. I'm thinking a lot of my listeners have young kids or maybe elementary through high school age kids who have uh, unique learning challenges when it comes to reading. So I'm going to ask if people would go over to the show notes of today's episode, which is monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I would love it if you left a um, a question, maybe share what you're dealing with. If you have a challenge, even if you're son or daughter even because this really applies to both but is in a school Uh system and and share with us because what I would love to do Jean is carve out some time soon to have another episode where we do some specific Q&A's related to reading was that something you'd be open to coming back on certainly yes absolutely yeah, I think that would be really helpful um, because I'd like to hear what some of the specific challenges are because, you know, when it comes to all this brain development and all of that, I am fascinated. I'd love to learn more, but I'd love to apply it to the specific challenges. And it sounds like you've worked with kids with everything from ADHD to mm-hmm. dyslexia <laughs> and all the rest. So I, I would mm-hmm. love to dive in deeper to that. Okay. So. Send in your questions, guys. If you've even if your child is young, if you see something that's concerning to you or you're curious what age they should be doing what, send those in. And then, um, Jean, I want you to share with us, kind of bring us up to speed. I know you are a reading strategist. I love that title. But tell us what this has led you to do more recently and how we got connected. Okay, absolutely. So I wanted to get out to um, to provide my followers, I wanted to be able to give them information about brain development and nutrition and that sort of thing that re- that helps them in parenting their kids, so the kids can be able to handle stress and anxiety that that comes along with just being a kid and also going to school and maybe yep. not doing as well in school as they sure. want or relationships with their friends or yeah. that sort of thing. So I thought, well, let's. Um, pull together some experts and experts that are at the cutting edge of of their field and figure out some of these uh, different things like for instance like the brain development I mean Mm -hmm. that to me brain is so awesome so what I did is um, for this uh, master class that I have like I'm naming it unleash your kids genius because we our kids that many of our kids are differently wired. In fact, all of our kids are uniquely wired. Yes. They all have their strengths and weaknesses. Now, you know, um, so I, I want to apply this to all kids, not just kids who struggle. Um, but I mean, when you think about kids that struggle, one in five, that's 20% of kids are struggling, uh, at least with dyslexia. Wow. Then we have, uh, on top of that, we have ADHD, paying attention. Their, wired, their brains are wired differently as well. Autistic. You know, autism is actually higher than mm. that. Mm. Um, so wow. because these, these kids, so we can look at these kids and, and think of them, well, they're broken. Uh, they mm-hmm. have a disability. Sure. But why not focus on what they can do and mm-hmm. the wiring of their brain? So mm-hmm. in order for us to advance... We're going to need different thinking. Yeah, we're going to need sure. visionaries. We're mm-hmm. going to need the brain changing. We're going to need um, 
we just need these kids who think outside the box. Yes, we need we do. them to lead us. And right now, I heard in statistics that 35% of entrepreneurs, these are ones who are making a lot of money, uh, mm-hmm. that have the new businesses, either online or even in the communities. The sure. entrepreneur, 35% of them have a learning difference. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. So often the kids I've met with autism, for example, they're, they're absolutely genius in one way or another. And my kids are just in awe of them because they may behave differently or respond to stimuluses differently, but then they have this absolute genius that is remarkable. So I'm not surprised by that fact. Yeah. So what I did, I said, okay, let's find out a little bit more about these kids. So Mm -hmm. I went to, um, this lady is a counselor she was a teacher at one time yep. and she found a, a lot of uh, kids in her class had anxiety and mm-hmm. we know as a society anxiety is on the increase yes so she has her practice around how to help kids overcome anxiety and we have a conversation with um another lady who a doctor dr Celine, who uh worked with adhd kids and she mm-hmm. developed a system for helping uh working with your children with adhd we mm-hmm. have another one and of our speakers talks about imagery using imagery to mm-hmm. help the kids to calm themselves to self-regulate their own fears or whatever it is that is going on um for them uh, we have a holistic nutritionist the brain gut issue of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what's going on in the gut and she has even just talking about you know the body in general um and using you know so many of our kids with adhd will get medicated but yes. generally you take a look at food nutrition and sure. she, start there yeah. she was a teacher and she mm-hmm. left the teach she was a high school teacher i believe and left teaching because she said there's something going on there's something else mm-hmm. about these kids that's was missing the mark and mm-hmm. she let and she for some reason she was i don't know how this happened she ended up as a nutritionist wow and she started learning about the chemicals you know in our foods or and then also the supplements or the types of things that we needed to have in our food in order to be the brain or to help with the brain power, to help with, uh, help kids to be able to concentrate. Um, and so I nourish the brain. So she is going to be speaking holistic. She does holistic nutrition. I think Mm -hmm. that was just interesting. So, so these are all specialists that have Mm -hmm. different areas of expertise and you brought them all together because all of these things relate to kids and learning kids and self-esteem and the goal, I guess, then is to, like you said, not focus so much on our kids' challenges or, you know, disabilities, but to focus on bringing out the genius in every child, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and yeah. I love that. I love that so much because I do think as parents, we tend to panic. We see one area of our child and we're like, oh, no, he's not reading as early as his friends or we see something socially that seems off or you know, we, we freak out because we tend to forecast that to the future. At least I do. But if we instead go, but look at this, I see something in him. Let Mm -hmm. me work with him, whether it's on the, you know, anxiety or emotions, like you just said, learning some skills to deal with what's going on, but then unleashing the areas that they are gifted in Mm -hmm. is such a game changer when it comes to parenting and helping our kids in their schooling years. That is just, I love it. It's a new it's a new shift of how mm-hmm. parents can see their kids. The mm. old parenting that we were brought up with 
it no longer works. Right. You know, right. because we know so much more about the body and the brain and what's right. actually going on. So we need to move ahead. You know, we need to use yes. that information. And so what I my advice is get curious. Get mm. curious. Why is my child behaving this way? Behavior right. is communication. Your sure. child's communicating something to you. Yes. And so get curious. Like why? I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so um, tell, tell me how this works. You brought all these people together mm-hmm. and tell us, give, give all the listeners a chance to hear what you're doing with everybody, because I have a feeling a lot of the listeners are curious now <laughs> as to how they can hear from these experts in all these different areas. Absolutely. There'll be a link. You can opt in to listen to the uh, call it a masterclass series and for uh, 18 days there will be a different one each day will be a different expert speaker mm, um awesome. and you'll be able to opt in and this is free online That's so good summit the free online summit and so, we're calling this the summit itself is called unleash your kids genius yes unleash so your good. kids genius master class series oh. and so each of these experts will be speaking and you'll have like 24 hours to view that video and okay. then then they'll switch to the next one for the next day. Okay. And then at the end of the summit, at the end of those 18 days, I'll do a replay of all of them for like maybe two days. As you can always catch up if you missed so out on Yeah. So if somebody is interested in one topic especially, is there somewhere where it'll be listed which days or do they just have to check in each day to see what's on that day? Probably check in each day. Okay. And you'll email, there'll be an email sent out mm-hmm. to those who have signed up to be a part of this masterclass? Yes. Yes, they awesome. will. In their email, they will receive the link for that day and okay. uh, and a little bio, a little information about the speaker. Yeah. And probably they're free. They have a free resource that they are all bringing for people to uh, opt in. And some of the resources. Oh, my goodness. They are incredible really and valuable. valuable. Yes. And they're free. Wow. Oh, so awesome. Uh-huh. And I'll be somewhere in that mix, right? That's how yep. we met. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Monica is going to be one of our, or is one of our speakers. That's and right. uh, yes, yes, we had a great yes. conversation of connecting with our boys as women. We come at relationships differently than men, than males do. And so connecting the moms and the boys, we had a great conversation on that. We did. I love that. That was super fun. And I just love to encourage moms in the area of connecting because I think before we move forward into all the other things we're trying to teach our kids and discipline them and train them up, I think having that foundational connection, anyone who's read my book, Boy Mom, knows that one of the first chapters in the book is my sharing about the building blocks of a connection. And that's exactly what Jean and I got to talk about. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited to share mm-hmm. it with all of the people who sign up for her masterclass. And I really encourage all of you listening to get on board. I'll have a link in the show notes to sign up for this masterclass. Like Jean said, it's free. Even if you just grabbed one or two of the sessions, it would be absolutely worth your time. (laughs) And yet I'll bet you they're all going to be really interesting. And I think we're all going to learn some new things by checking them out. What, What are the dates exactly of the summit so everyone can mark their calendar? It's coming up very soon. Absolutely. It is beginning on the 27th of January. And it will run through February 13th. February 13th. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'll put those dates and a link so everyone knows where they can sign up. 
And then um, before we go, also, I will have you tell everyone where they can find you specifically so that if for some reason, well, there's probably going to be a lot of people who hear this and it's too late. So maybe that's a good thing to cover. Where can they go if it's too late, if they miss the masterclass, they catch this later, where can they go to just find out what you're doing? Maybe you're going to offer another one down the road or just keep up with you. What is your website and where can they find you? Okay. My website is theonlinereadingstrategist.com. Awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll we'll be linking to that in the show notes. I have, and I have a Facebook group, uh, a free okay. Facebook group, and it is Raising Kids Who Love to Read by Jean Harville. Awesome, and we will link to that as well mm-hmm. in the show notes. This is all such good stuff. I love what you're about. Well, Jean, before we wrap up here for today, and again, I hope that listeners will send in specific questions related to reading, and then we can have another conversation where you share your genius on this topic, mm-hmm. especially because... You are already an expert, and now you're learning from all these experts, mm-hmm. so you're like double expert. Um, <laughs> but before we go, I would love to throw at you just a couple light questions Ooh, to okay. um, wrap things up and inspire our listeners. So first of all, i got to always ask, you mentioned that you had kids, so you have one son and one daughter, right? I do, yes. And they're both grown, but from all your years of parenting, and this can even include teaching, what is one essential that you use on the daily or you recommend mom? check out anything goes here a boy mom essential a boy mom essential is prayer Mm. (laughs) absolutely Mm. prayer and just Mm. asking to be shown what you know the uniqueness of your child and just being curious of why your child is acting the way they are Mm. they were created they were created by god so god is going to help you (laughs) he is and i love how how good he is like that. You know, when I've come to him with a a question and something will come to me that I never in a million years would have thought of on my own. It's just like all of a sudden this idea, this curiosity um, just hits me. And it's like, the Lord is so good. He wants to give us insight. He wants to speak to us. And sometimes he's just waiting for us to ask, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, That is, that is so good. Okay. Next question. Since you have one boy and one girl, I'm curious if there was ever, um, if there's anything that you remember from bringing up that boy that just, you know, made you realize, man, I am raising a boy. This, I'm a boy mom. What was something (laughs) your son did or any story you have to tell? There is a difference with the, with the girl and the boy. They're generally, the boy will have hardly anything on. It's maybe just a towel. <laughs> and you're like, uh, no, go put some clothes on. <laughs> I love it. Yep. I can relate to that. How many nights a week, at least one of my boys comes to dinner with a towel on because yeah. he just got in from surfing. He took a quick shower and dinner's ready. And I'm like, you know, I can wait 30 seconds for you to put some real clothes on. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I love it. It is funny. It is. If you don't laugh, you know, what do you do? Right. Exactly. Okay. So if you were to look back on yourself as a younger mom, and um, I know that you started your family a little bit later, but still maybe even in your younger teaching years, is there something, some piece of advice or wisdom that you would speak to that younger mom self that maybe some of the listeners could benefit from now? I think it's like uh, for me being being a Christian and just falling back on everything is going to be just fine because mm-hmm. I am not in control mm-hmm. and God is in control. Mm-hmm. And I think just really um, 
relying heavily on that. Yes. And just being able to sit back and breathe. It's yep. going to be okay. Mm-hmm. There is, there's a plan. The yes. child is on a specific path. I love and it. All I have to do is just follow along and, yep. and he will let me know. Oh, that is so, so solid. I mean, really, what a weight off our shoulders when we really embrace that. And it's such a great benefit of being a believer is that we can put our trust in that. I think we could all take advantage of it a whole lot more. And especially on this topic of boys and learning and reading and the areas we stress out over. I know you and I both have kids who are grown now and we can look back and say, I wish I hadn't worried so much, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that is such good stuff. Well, I'm going to link to all the places people can find you. I hope that you listeners will uh, take advantage of this Unleash Your Kids Genius Masterclass. Follow Jean in all of the places. And um, I'm sure she's going to have more and more good stuff coming out because she is a woman on a mission. And I've really loved getting to know you, Jean. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, Monica. I, I'm just honored to be here. And when you asked me, I just tingled all over. I'm so <laughs> Yes, I want to be. I'm so honored. Thank you. Oh, so much thank you. Well, I think we could all learn a lot from you. So thanks for sharing what you've learned with the rest of us. And we'll be following you. So aloha and thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so that pretty much made my day that when I asked somebody to be on my podcast, it made them, quote, tingle all over. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I really enjoyed having Jean on and I'm really excited for her summit. I hope you're catching this right when it comes out. And if you're catching it later, track Jean down and find out if she will be sharing these recordings later, how you can get your hands on them. I know they're going to be good. I'm really excited to be watching and listening to all the experts she is getting a hold of to have on her um, online masterclass. So guys, thanks for taking the time to be here. Thank you for the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Here's your reminder. If you haven't done it yet, can you just click over and leave me five stars? That would be so nice. Um, A few words in a review would be just icing on the cake. I appreciate you. I appreciate this community. It is growing. It is a blessing and I just can't wait for the year ahead. We've got so many good things coming. So always be in touch with me. You can use the show notes or you can always email me at aloha at monicaswanson.com. I read every email. I read every comment. I respond when I can. I'm a little backed up right now, but hoping for better days ahead. Don't we all? Okay, guys, God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, 